You're listening to the Marketing to Millions podcast, the only show to give you real raw behind the scenes tools and marketing strategies to create a thriving online coaching business. I'm your host, Liz Bohr, the girl who traded in her corporate climbing career to help ambitious thought leaders create a bigger impact using effective and intentional digital marketing strategies. Thanks for listening in. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's dive into today's show. Taylor, thanks so much for joining me today, the Marketing to Millions podcast. We connected before when I was on your show, and I'm excited to chat with you today. And thank you so much for joining me. I know we connected through a mutual friend, Katie, who is your agency director, I believe. So I know a little bit about you and our friendship is just starting. So for those listening who aren't as familiar with who Taylor is and Dot and Co, can you share a little bit about your background and how you started your agency? Yeah. Well, thanks so much, Liz, for having me on. Very excited to be here. So yeah, we are Dot and Company. So I started this business a number of years ago. I started actually with my own digital marketing agency. So I kind of broke out of corporate, the usual story entrepreneur, and started doing digital marketing. So doing everything from copywriting, building landing pages, running ads myself. And then a couple of years ago, I realized that the parts of my business that I actually was super passionate about and I felt like was my strength was actually managing clients and managing projects and talking to clients all day. And for most agency owners, that's the piece that they want to get off their plate as quickly as possible. So two years ago, Dot & Co. was born, and now we do exclusively client account management for digital marketing agencies. So cool. I love that you kind of found what made you happiest, and that's the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? You can kind of take your own path. You can figure out what you love doing the most and build your business around that. But account manager isn't a term that not everybody is familiar with. I am familiar with it because I come from corporate agency space. So I know the term account manager very well. But can you kind of help us understand what account manager is and maybe describe the role a little bit for us? Yeah, for sure. So as a client account manager, we work inside of a digital marketing agency And our main goal is to get the agency owner out of the day-to-day operations and client management of the business. So we are there to take over all the client communication from emails, client meetings, as well as project management. So a huge part of our role is making sure that, of course, clients are happy, but also that their projects are coming to fruition on time, in budget, and all that good stuff. So we're also in our role responsible for managing, say, contractors or media buyers, copywriters, graphic designers, and acting as the glue inside of the agency to make sure that everything's running smoothly, nothing's falling through the cracks. And then, of course, like I said, keeping the agency owner focused on what they should be doing, such as doing sales, branding, growing the agency, and we're there to make sure clients are happy. So if we're looking at account manager versus maybe an integrator, How are those two roles different and what is important for us to know about account manager versus, you know, maybe an integrator? Yeah, that's a good question. So 
When I think of kind of an integrator, I see that as more of a COO or an operations role. So they're responsible for the profitability of the agency, team structure, overall hiring. Really, they're there to replace the visionary, whereas we're almost a level below the integrator. So a number of agencies that we work in have an integrator or a COO, and we report up to them. So we're there to manage and onboard clients and make sure that everything's running smoothly and then reporting up into the integrator. Mm, That makes perfect sense. So if we think about how you integrate with an agency, can you walk us through what that looks like for you guys and maybe who you're perfect? Because it sounds like you aren't working necessarily with solopreneurs or people that just have a few contractors. You are working with people that maybe already have a team that are just kind of looking to streamline their workflows and get themselves out of managing their team? Yeah. So we actually work with a number of different sizes of agencies. So how we work is we're an outsourced client account manager. So our team, we have a team of 10 and we're all personally trained by myself and my team of client account managers. So we actually white label inside of the agency. So say it's Liz's agency it's your, I'm going to have my own email address. That's taylor at lizzesagency.com. So to your clients, it looks like we're a full-time member of your team and it definitely feels like that, but we're very much so inside of the team. So some agencies we work with have a full in-house team and then we're kind of plugged in. And then some agencies, like you said, are kind of a one-man entrepreneur or woman. And then they have contractors and graphic designers and things like that. And we're kind of plugged in there. So from small to large agencies, we kind of work with them all. But I think the big part here is that when we're working in an agency, we're very much so a member of the team. It's on our LinkedIn profile. We're on people's websites. It's definitely that full-time vibe. So onboarding can be, sounds like onboarding is a task that you definitely try to take off of agency owners plates, because that can be pretty strenuous or overwhelming to just, you know, you sign a new client's amazing, and then the onboarding process begins. And that can be a little bit overwhelming, it can take a lot of time away from the agency owner to get that client up to speed that project rolling. What kind of tools or processes do you implement that may not already be there that help to streamline the onboarding process? Yeah. So definitely onboarding is a huge task. And I think I always say that agency owners, when they hit this point where they're on sales calls and they almost don't want to bring on more clients because they know that they have to onboard them themselves, that's when is a good time to to bring someone in-house to optimize or to take over that process for you. So when we work inside of an agency, most agencies work completely different from one another. So although we do bring in our own templates and SOPs and processes into the agency, it's almost like it takes a little bit of time to customize it to how they like to work. So some agencies, they'll already have a complete onboarding workflow or process that they follow, and some don't. So it really just kind of depends on where they're at. But really, like like you said, onboarding takes so much time. So we kind of come in and our onboarding process is is built out and we do everything from you know email communication with the client sending over briefing documents 
ensuring that we have access to all their assets and we're in their Facebook ads manager. We have access to their page, their assets, everything like that. And then working with the team to get them onboarded. So maybe that's us scoping out their project in Asana or briefing in the copywriter in terms of what we're looking for or doing the kickoff call is a huge part as well. So, you know, we kind of take it from whether it's the agency owner on the sales call or a salesperson, we take it from them and we're the the point of contact for the client moving forward. So it's a pretty seamless process from sales over to account management. But like I said, the process can look quite unique between different agencies. What are some of the common tools that you use within agencies? Are there any overlapping or favorite ones that you have? Yeah. So we use every kind of project management system you can probably imagine. Internally at DOT, we use Asana a lot, although we're always playing with different ones to see what those are like. But we use Loom a lot across all agencies. This not only helps cut down on meeting time, but it gives you a way as a client account manager to communicate with your clients, make them feel like they're your only client in a way that's really personable. So we use Loom across all agencies. Of course, the usual Slack, Calendly, Gmail, those kind of things. But I would say Loom is like the most useful, I find. Okay. So for anyone that is not familiar with Loom, I love Loom as well. Can you kind of describe how you guys use it and why you like it so much? Yeah. So for example, we do a lot of reporting to clients. So let's say we're doing a weekly Facebook ads report to a client. Instead of just sending over a screenshot of their ad account, and we all know that most clients don't really know how to read that properly, what we'll do is we'll actually jump on Loom, go in the back end of Facebook ads manager, and actually walk them through what the metrics are and what they mean for them. So giving them that human element, you can see my face, you can see me walking you through your ad account. It gives us credibility and it also gives that human element. And then on the internal side, we can actually see when the clients watched it. So if you send over a report and then they haven't watched it in a couple of days, you may want to send a follow-up and say, hey, like, just want to make sure you watch the Loom from this week, see if you have any follow-up questions. So it's a really great tool that we use not only for reporting, but just kind of keeping a pulse on clients and just knowing how we can better support them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important, especially as agency owner myself. I know that reporting and understanding the data and really what's happening, especially with ad campaigns, it's very vital to retaining that client because if they don't feel serviced well or really feel like their ads are performing well for them, or they're getting the return on the investment that they are paying to manage their accounts, they can oftentimes feel like they can find that same level of service somewhere else. Because as you and I both know, there's plenty of people just like you, Taylor, and there's plenty of people just like me that are helping clients and have agencies. So we can use things like Loom to help set us apart to up-level that service that we are giving and providing to the clients for the service that they are providing. Okay, so if we think about hiring, you've talked a lot about your team, how you integrate with other agency owners. If we think about hiring, what are some simple steps that you take in your agency to hire other account managers that fall in your team that then go and integrate into other agency teams, because there's a little bit 
I imagine maybe a little bit of a fine line there because you are hiring people that are then going into other teams. So they have to have a specific skill set and specific personalities to be able to make that process seamless for the agency. Absolutely. And I think hiring is such a huge task for any business, let alone agencies. And I think that hiring for your own agency is really hard. But for us, we're also, like you said, hiring for all of our clients' agencies at the same time. So we really have to be very precise in our hiring process to make sure that those people that we're bringing into DOT are also going to be a good fit for the agencies that we are working on. So over the years, we've pivoted and changed our hiring strategy, but there's definitely some things that work really well that I want to share with you guys that you can actually plug right into your agency and use because I think it's really something that we've tried and tested and it seems to work really well for us. So the biggest thing, kind of an overview of our hiring process, and we have a pretty detailed SOP, shocking, of how we go through this hiring process, but it really starts at that application and setting the expectations. So we have a job description that is very detailed in what we're looking for. And I think that's really important for you as the agency owner to sit down and determine exactly what this role looks like. Because we all know if you go into a job interview and you're doing a job interview for a certain job, and then you get in there and you're asked to do all these other things that aren't on the job description, it doesn't look very good and it's kind of misleading. So I think it's really important to start with that application. In our process, the first step for client account managers is they actually fill in an application that we've created in type form. And it's quite detailed in terms of not only the qualifications and those hard skills, but also their why of why they want to become an account manager. Because this role is very unique in the sense where you're working on your own. We're not sitting in the same office with you. We can't help you out all day, every day. You really need to be an independent worker. So this application in type form, just ask them more so like why they want to work with us and why they want to be an account manager. So after they go through this application, it's looking at, are they even qualified and what that looks like? And then Carly, whose full-time job in our agency is to hire really great talent and then to match them with agencies, she'll go through those applications and book just a 15-minute coffee chat. And we've added this element in early on in the hiring process because it's a quick gut check to see if this person is even potentially higher down the road. So Carly gets on and just has a super informal conversation with this potential cam just to paint the picture of what this job is, because we really want to be make we just want to make sure that we're not going to string someone along our hiring process if they're never going to find a good fit with our agency. So it starts there at the coffee chat. And then next we have a full-blown assessment. So this is something that I learned a couple of years ago, and it is so, so great in the hiring process. And how we have structured it is we have five specific questions to the role that we have the person fill out. And at the beginning, we have, this is unpaid work. We will not be using this internally, and it should take an hour of your time. So at this point, things that we're looking for is, did they follow the very detailed instructions? Things like, is your answer in blue font? And did you title the file exactly how we want it titled? 
And so these questions were looking for written communication, specifics of how they would actually speak to a client and speak to their results. And then we're looking to see how much they know about digital marketing, how much they understand about our role as a client account manager, and then how they go about really detailed answers and putting their best foot forward because it's basically a written interview. Well, I just want to jump in really quick here because that is uh, an important note, even for coaches, course creators, anyone that's really adding a role to their team. This is such an important step and one that we could kind of steal that I might steal as well because it's something that is so small, detailed, but you can tell so much from someone taking that extra effort to pay attention and really honestly just read the instructions. A lot of times if I'm hiring through a form or something and I throw up the application in a Facebook group or something that I'm part of to have people apply, in the comments, I will write in your email subject, use this subject line. One, so that I can organize my email with all of the applicants, because as you know, you might get a flood of applicants, but also so that you can start to qualify people that you want to interview and kind of quickly remove any that can't take that next extra step and that might not be as serious as you're hoping to have someone as a hire if they can't take that extra step to mark things in blue or use the right subject line or things like that. So I just wanted to stop you quickly to call out attention to that because I think that's a great tip that we can all kind of use and one that is obviously working really well for you inside of your agency. Yeah, it's definitely something that's really important. And it's easy to just say, oh no, this person sounds amazing. Like I'll just skip through the assessment. I know they're qualified. I think it's really important to take just a minute to send that over to them and just have that. So it's a good, just reassurance for you that this person is top, top quality that you're hiring. And the last part of our assessment, and this is something that I like to do. And a lot of people say, why do you do this? Like, I don't know why you would add this in, but I add in the assessment a request for them to send an optional video. So it's optional, A, to see who goes above and beyond, but B, in our world of online, people need to be good on video. So I just say, do a loom, send it to me on YouTube, whatever it is, but I want you to introduce yourself as a client account manager for DOT. And it really shows who goes above and beyond and what they're like on video. So it just it, it's just something that I add on and it's really good to see. So highly recommend that. Okay. So have you gotten any crazy video ones that you... I've got some cool ones. ...have just enjoyed yeah. for entertainment? Yeah. This one girl who we're actually in the process of hiring, she like went way above and beyond and had like two cameras going and like edited all up on iMovie and had like all these things in it. And we were like, wow, that's so amazing. (laughs) So it really lets people kind of get their creative side out and show kind of what they're made of. So yeah, yeah, I highly recommend doing that. That's so funny. In my former life, when I was an NFL cheerleader, we would have to submit uh, videos for if we wanted to be apply for, you know, certain jobs or whatever. 
And but we would get access to these videos. And one time I saw someone's video that they recorded with their like 12 cats in, in the videos. And the video was less about them and why they were perfect for the job we were applying for, but more about like, hey, here's my cat. Here's my other cat. (laughs) It was the craziest video. And I always think of that when people talk about applying via video because you could get some really wild and crazy ones. Obviously, the good ones are nice to see of what people are doing, but also entertaining for those crazy ones that people have with just really, really going above and beyond and maybe not even touching on, you know, what the purpose of that video was in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And if you have a bigger team and you have people coming through your hiring process and maybe you're not going to meet with them until the final interview, it's a good way to just kind of see who these people are, see their personality shine in an earlier stage of the interview. So... Yeah, that's a great idea. I love it. (laughs) So if we are thinking about, you know, as we're wrapping up, I'm sure that a question that might come up would be, what is the benefit to just outsourcing versus hiring an account management team like you to take over everything? What are the kind of pros and cons to to both of those? And what should we be thinking about if we are in the phase of our business where we might be considering bringing on an account management team or maybe just hiring another single role? Yeah. So I'd say there's different things. So firstly, it's the goal of your agency. So for some people, they start an agency to have a lifestyle and they just want it to be themselves and they just want to have enough clients to kind of make them happy and that's fine. They're happy doing it all themselves. In that case, that's fine. Like you don't always need to scale your team. But if your goal is to scale up your revenue and get out of the day-to-day and grow your brand and grow a team, then I think it's a really important role to identify at what stage revenue-wise and client-wise can you outsource. And at that point, you can decide Do you want to outsource to people who are already trained and they kind of can jump in and get started? Or do you want to bring someone in-house and train them up in your ways and help them grow and scale in your agency? So there's different options. So for sometimes agencies will come to us who they have someone on their team and they just want them to be leveled up in the way that they're managing clients. So we'll actually train them one-on-one to become premium client managers. So They'll get our processes and just kind of learn how we train our client account managers. And then sometimes agencies will hire us to come in and manage their clients for six months until they decide to hire somebody in-house. So it really depends on what stage you're at in your business and what your goals are. And then, of course, there's various different options depending on where you're at. Yeah, that makes sense. We can kind of look at our goals where we want our business to go and decide how we want the perfect next person or team to fill that role. (laughs) A lot of times, if you're thinking about doing something more efficiently, bringing on a team might be the best bet because you don't have to focus time and energy on training them. They can just come into your team, bring the processes up to a higher level, give you that immediate experience for your clients and customers without you really having to do anything outside of just hiring the team and 
the perfect people to kind of fill that role for you. Exactly. Well, this conversation has been awesome, Taylor. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Is there anything else that we should know before we jump off here about hiring or about account management? Yeah, thanks, Liz, for having me. Definitely, when it comes to growing any business, there's going to be points in growing and scaling when you need support. And I think it's important to realize at what point you do want to get help because we speak to agency owners almost every day that are um, that are at this point of burnout where they just they don't know what else to do anymore. So I think it's important to just always think about yourself in your business and at what point will you start to burn out and kind of be proactive because it just breaks my heart to see people who are who are at that state of just being so stressed. So many clients, it's a good problem, but they're just too stressed. So definitely kind of prioritize yourself first in your agency and then when the time's right, definitely reach out and find someone to give you some support, whether that's a client account manager or an operations manager or a graphic designer or a copywriter or someone like Liz to run your ads. I think it's always good to have people in your corner when you're scaling. Yeah, great points. Good final notes for us to wrap up on. Well, can you tell us where we can find you online? Where do you hang out the most on social media and how can we get connected with you? Yeah. So definitely reach out over at dotandcompany.co. Our team would be happy to help, whether it's sharing our SOPs or jumping on a call to just chat with you about your business and see if we could help. And then also we're over on Instagram. I think it's dot underscore and underscore company, but definitely connect with us. And we also have a podcast chatting all things, all things client account management. Awesome. Thank you so much, Taylor. We will chat soon. Thank you. Hey there. What did you think of that episode? If you enjoyed it, here are a few free ways to help support the show. First, you can hit the follow button so you never miss a new episode or any bonus episodes that I create for timely advice. Secondly, if you screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram at LizBoar underscore com, you'll be entered to win a special prize. And the prizes are really good. And lastly, reviews are one of the best ways to provide social proof to others that this show is worth a listen. Plus, it gives me an idea of the content that is most helpful to you. Feel free to include your podcast or Instagram name. I'll give you a shout out during a future episode for more exposure to you and your brand. A huge, huge thank you in advance.